Yo, 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 what's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. Oz here in studio. Quiet. The storm's coming. It's Monday, Monday night. And uh it's supposed to get crazy tomorrow. So all Tuesday for the rest of the week, it's gonna get stormy. And if you haven't been in California, um, you don't know, it's pretty dry, so we're looking forward to it. I mean, all that. This is fucking crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't have no actual evidence to back it up. But all of a sudden, if I mean, sometimes we'll have a normal season. You know, it usually goes from October to March and it just rains on and off. You know, not like all crazy, but that's usually when we get most of our rain. But it seems like lately we'll either have no rain at all or we'll sometimes have the regular one. Or we'll also now have these like crazy sporadic ones where it'll be like a month or two of warmth, like legit warmth. It's been in the mid seventies, um, all all January, most of December. It was in the mid seventies, and it would get into you know what fifty eight, sixty at night in December in January. Uh, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, so you get all these spurts of really dry, warm weather, and then all of a sudden you get a week of fucking madness, and you get like half of the season's rain in a week. And th- I mean, that don't get me wrong, that's cool, whatever. We got the water, we need the water, but that shit's not good. That just that, like that shit's all destructive. The way our rivers are set up, like. When they go, they're going fast, and they fuck shit up. So anyway, I don't know. This isn't a global warming or or climate podcast. This is a a soccer podcast. And there's news. I mean, here, it's been December, January was kind of slow for me. There was really nothing going on. The San Jose earthquakes, fuck, dude, come on. We've all been here before. They They don't do really do much, but... The league is it's getting closer. You know, if they announced their their opening, their opening uh, week and the rest of their schedule or whatever. So stuff's happening. Stuff's happening, and we're getting there quickly. So I again wanted to get on. Obviously, the super draft just happened, and I and I don't mean that sarcastically. Man, I've been seeing it's interesting. People are divided. I've read a, a lot. Read a lot of articles about the super draft, and there's some that are like, "This is the spot, man. This is the fucking future." And then there's some that are like, "Come on, man, this ain't for real." Um, and again, no disrespect to it. That's fu- it's fucked up, but it's just it, it's just not not how soccer goes. It's not how soccer goes, and I'm I'm not. Again, I'm fully one of those fucking rebellious ones that are like, nah, dude, it's American soccer. We should do it in our own style. But no, there are certain things that if we want to compete on the global level, everything just has to kind of match with what the global thing does. That's why we got rid of countdown clocks. That's why we got rid of shootouts. Um, Yeah, sometimes you just have to to follow... you know what the the world is doing to be able to play along with it and the the college 
thing while it's, it's dope for the u.s we create a lot of educated athletic ass motherfuckers there's a you know we do and that's great that's awesome it's obviously worked out for our country but not on the soccer level and now that we are getting more competitive and the fans are demanding a better quality product it's just again it's one of those things that slowly slowly will probably just drift away and be forgotten but for the moment it's not and you can find players dude jackson you jackson you is i i'm gonna i'm like let's look at the the roster or the yeah the 11 man roster the starting 11 what would it look like today and i mean i have jackson yule up there that was that was not even a question and he came from this the super draft so it's not like it's nothing but we'll get into that also, the Quakes made their fucking splash signing. There's my noise. <laughs> That's how splash it. Sorry, fucking Chofis. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Quake signed Chofis Lopez from Chivas de Guadalajara, and we'll talk about that. But anyway, but real quick, like I was mentioning, the the league announced their the, the season. They're like, we're going. We're going. Speaking of that, like I'm saying, it's Monday night. The I'm here in California. The the governor was just like, "Fuck it, fuck it." Everybody wants to fucking party and be outside. I can't do anything. We're going back to the previous shit. You guys can get fucked up in the sidewalk. So, um, <coughs> yeah, and then you're hearing more positive things. I see ICU capacity is up. I know people all I do you can already hear the people oh yeah all of a sudden all of a sudden after the presidential election fucking they're opening everything up again like oh my god oh my fuck dude can we just get back to fucking be normal can we get back to that Does everything have to be fucking bitching everybody out um there's so much more. It's not about you. They're not person. Nobody's personally attacking you, trying to personally inconvenience you where the fuck you are, wherever you are. It's not you. Um, it's, all, it's about us, dude. We're trying to look out for the fucking, the whole fucking shebang here. Anyway, also not a German podcast or whatever. If we're a soccer podcast, but but anyway, what I'm saying is, is we're starting to see positive signs. The league has announced their season, and things seem to be. I mean, I I, I still highly doubt it, um, especially over here in Northern California. In California in general, we've been very restrictive. It, it's hit us pretty hard, so it's it's difficult for me to see sitting here on January twenty fifth. How in May or June? We'd be we would be able to gather at at Earthquake Stadium. I mean, I I guess you could give like a you could what were they doing? I think they were like in Texas at the comedy. So they were doing like those some kind of instant test or something. Maybe if you combine that, like if you're like, all right, if you get the vaccine and you get when we do one of these instant tests and you're negative, fuck it, you can come in and then we'll cap it. A certain number so what do you like i don't know i i don't know 
And I don't, I don't give a fuck how bad this team is. I can't, there can't be two fucking years of not going to the stadium. That's just, that's just not right, man. <laughs> I can't even get like, they didn't charge me or anything. I don't care about that. I'm not concerned about the money. It's, it, fuck. It's the, again, it might sound silly. And I know there are more grandiose stadiums out there, but it, it's special. It's especially, again, coming from Buckshaw, which, fuck, dude, Buckshaw was the shit. It's got, it, it's fucking environment, atmosphere, it's heart, whatever. It's, ne it's never going to be the same. Um, But it just wasn't up to professional standards. The atmosphere was. The fans were. The fans were there. But the stadium itself, it, it wasn't. So, you know, to to have experienced that for several years and then have a via, like, fuck, y'all don't know. Like, I, I get it. It's a little shoebox, little janky thing, but it's ours. It's fucking ours. And it's literally ours. Like, it's not the city can't say, ah, you didn't pay your fucking lease. Get out of here. Or we're going to fucking expand the airport. I guess they still can, but much more difficult so anyway i i don't know i, I hope it works because like i'm saying as you can hear getting kind of desperate over here santa clara county figure something out um so so getting back to the major league soccer's announcement of their of their schedule here so it starts on february 22nd 22nd february 22nd which is just three weeks away we're three weeks away from the from mls season starting again man i'm fucking uh, that's that's part of the reason why i had to do this episode i just got jazzed up when i heard that just like fuck fuck it like it, with all this that's going on like if if me if mls is going and fuck, i know i hope i don't sound silly people are like oh he's probably just putting it on trying to make it cool Trying to make it seem like he really likes MLS, but no, dude, I'm fucking. This is. I got my again. I got my season tickets, 2013, and I've, I've not missed more than three matches in a season since in home matches, and then away. Fuck, I'm always at a bar, or restaurant watching them, but. It's a fucking neat league. It's fucking transformed into a really entertaining league, and it keeps getting better, and the coaches keeps getting better, and the tactics keep getting better, and the academies keep getting better. And and in five years, in ten years, all your friends are going to have a team, and they're going to quietly be like, no, I know. I've been following sporting for like, like 12 years. You know, I just didn't really... Didn't really keep up. You know, I got busy with work. And, but who cares? Don't talk shit to them. but Or do talk shit, but accept them. Accept them. That's cool. That's cool. This league needs as many supporters as, as it can get. Um, And starts February 22nd, man. February 22nd, MLS preseason. Training begins. Um players show up they got a quarantine for two weeks actually i don't i'm i'm assuming actually they probably show up before those 
teams will be permitted to yeah so they probably meet up before the 22nd they have to quarantine for uh two weeks and then april 3rd and 4th mls is back is back um because that's what they're calling the opening weekend and and that's what they called the tournament last season so they liked it <coughs> or they just printed hella shirts and we're like fuck why did we print shirts we didn't have any fans there <laughs> so they're like fuck it and we didn't put a date on it we'll slap a 2021 on it and that's what we'll call opening opening weekend so opening weekend is april 3rd and 4th um and then the playoffs begin the 19th and december 11th you have 2021 mls cup december 11th dude again if you play in toronto on december 11th damn you play in new york city on december 11th damn who else has bad weather all those other ones colorado utah i mean real salt lake they're like man we have a name anyway so yeah here we are dude february 22nd once once that's going that's a bunch of stuff's gonna start happening players are gonna be moving around players are gonna get hurt you know teams are gonna be trying stuff and and that's one of those where before you know it it's gonna the season's gonna be here hopefully at some point you know obviously april 3rd and 4th i don't know where you're at but at least for the san jose earthquakes let's to be real everybody we're not nobody's gonna be there <laughs> april 3rd and 4th nobody's gonna be there and uh, but hopefully hopefully in the fall I mean, we have until november 7th no, until november 7th and uh speaking of that or speaking yeah speaking of that of course who's gonna do it who's gonna be there who's gonna possibly take the 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 team passed the first round on November 7th, 2021. Will the Quakes be in the playoffs? And if so, will they be in a better position? And will, if so, of that? If so, facto? No. <laughs> and, and, we'll, and if they can make it into the playoffs, can they make it farther in the first round? They... They filled a, a pretty significant hole that... that um, Magnus Harrison left when he went back home. So obviously when Magnuson left, the Quakes were not the same. They 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 just were discombobulated. They switched up to some, you know, four one four one type shit when they wanted to do the four two three one was what they were doing when Erickson was there. Anyway, they signed Eduardo Trophies Lopez. From again, Chivas de Guadalajara. This is one of those players that you know had a had a really exciting trajectory. It looked like you know when when Almeida was there. Actually, it's, that's what's pretty interesting, and that's obviously a big reason probably why he's here. When Almeida was there, he he had his best time, and it looked like he was somebody that was you know going to play for the national team and 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 book be a, a really <coughs> excuse me it's getting me no 
It looked, yeah, but it looked like he was going to be on the national stage. And then it just it just didn't seem to work out. He's a bench guy for for Guadalajara. So it's not like, oh, damn, some fucking starter from Chivas is coming over. Nah, it's a bench dude, but I've, I've said it before. I, I don't care. I don't I don't care. I don't need a big name player that, you know, that all my friends know. Major League Soccer still is a league where one per one. <coughs> excuse me. One player in the right position can change everything. This is so crazy. I don't, I don't talk as much because I don't go out. And now, when I talk, my my throat just dries up. Look, Sixteen minutes in. So anyway, like I'm saying, I, it doesn't matter that trophies didn't work out um, in Guadalajara. Doesn't matter that he's not this big name that everybody knows that like gets all your friends excited. He could be the one. He could be that again. This is like I mentioned. As the team was built last season, it's a playoff or playoff team. With Erickson, of course, it, it it was different. But you fill you fill that spot back again. Trophy should be a. Decent replacement again. Erickson, no disrespect to Erickson, he was a great player, great for the Quakes, but he was again. He wasn't this world-beating DP that was gonna, you know, it was very difficult to replace. He he was he was very replaceable, but also a key component. It was balls, it was ballsy to do that, but uh, wasn't working out. Wasn't working out. Um. So yeah, so he, you know, he he can come in. And fill that spot and do better and and just like if just if that you know you you come in and you make them slightly better than when they had Erickson, this is, that's a fucking improvement, a very good improvement from last season. That team probably beats Sporting Kansas City in the first round. Now nah, I'm like fuck it, I guarantee it. They would have won three to one, signed, sealed, delivered. That's it. You heard it here, folks. Um, honestly, again, your biggest loss in the offseason, I believe, Nick Lima. You know, Nick Lima lost lost to Austin, and that leaves your biggest your biggest hole. I leave because um, I, I put like I was saying, I, I put down the roster. Well, actually, I'll talk about that. So, trophies sign a uh, one year loan with a six month extension option. Before that or after the six-month option, the Quakes can decide to make it permanently if they want. His stats at Guadalajara, 21 goals, 12 assists in 185 matches. Not the greatest, but you know, 21 goals for Chivas. That's a, that's a pretty d- decent fucking resume there. <coughs> but, yeah, so ho- hopefully, hopefully he can be he can fill in that spot. So, and speaking of that, speaking of him filling in that spot, let me talk about a little bit how I have the the starting lineup right now. You can tell me how wrong I am or what you would do. So, I have it back to a four two three one. 
Marcinkowski in goal, left back. Um, you got Tommy Tom on again on the left wing. Um, in the middle there, you got Osvaldo Alanis, Florian Youngverth, of course, and then your right back. That's again. That's the fucking question mark at the moment. So I had Marcos Lopez. I'm going to get into this big old dramatic. What would you do if? But I have Marcos Lopez right there. I think that's who they would go with right now. <laughs> I, I, that, he's getting better. Marcos Lopez is getting much better. But at the moment, that's definitely a, a downgrade from Nick Lima. But uh, he could have a breakout season like Judson. So, yeah, so you got Marcinkowski in goal, Thompson, Alanis, Youngverth, Lopez in the back. In front of them, Jackson Ewell, Judson. It's doing what they do. Fuck, dude. I'm, I'm excited for that. Judson pumped up. And, again, the question is just if he can if he can keep up. Man, Judson was all over the place last season. Can he do it again for a whole nother season? If he can't. It looks like the Quakes are thinking about that. We'll get into that as well. So in front of Judson and, and Yule, yeah, Selena, I, I mean, I have Selena's up there. Selena's, Chofis, and Espinosa. And then finally at the top is uh, Andy Rios. I don't know. I, I'm pretty pretty confident that this this is, as the team is the roster set up right now, that this would be a pretty close to a, a starting lineup or one that that Almeida would go with. What do you think, huh? Four two three one. Marcinkowski in goal. Tommy Tom, Osvaldo Alanis, Flo, Marcos Lopez in the back. Judson and Ewell in front of them. Salinas, Chofis, Espinosa, and Rios at the very top. That round you were, <laughs> dude. I love this team. I and as I preface that, you know something it's not gonna be nice. But I really love this team. But I see that and and it's just well it, it's a it, I mean I'm a Quakes fan, don't get me wrong. I love all these players. I, I, I know them, I'm excited to see them play. I I know they're good, but when you zoom out and you look at the rest of the league and I and I look at these players and I know what the, the rest of the league is coming with. I'm just like, fuck. So this is a pretty run of the Renio, pretty middle of the road roster. It's not terrible. And I only say that because I know these players. And I, I mean, not I know them personally, but I've seen them play. So I, I know their abilities. So even when they lose, I know what they were capable of. So it's like, no, they, these are good. They're good players. They're, all these guys are great. But um, I mean, yeah. Again, Ewell, of course, he's on the, he's on, he's a mainstay on the national team now. Christian Espinoza been the MVP the last couple seasons, but you know, and I, I could definitely see him playing pretty much anywhere else in in Major League Soccer. Fuck, so many teams would love to have Christian Espinoza. But these other ones, I'm like. I don't know. I don't know. I'm um but but like I said, most of this 
as it's built, is already a playoff contending roster. It's already good enough to be in the playoffs. That That's not a question. That question's been answered. But I think it really comes down to is the right back. Who Who's going to be that right back? The defense fucking struggled last year. The defense struggled. And uh, uh, again, Nick Lima, not the greatest defender right back. The guy, but he... He could play both sides, and he, but he was fucking good, and he put in minutes. You would ask Nick Lima to play; he was ready to go. That fucking matters. That fucking matters for something. And dude, and he he was a threat on offense. He was a threat on offense, and he was a, a pretty damn good defender. But so yeah, so so feeling that. And I mean, Fiorinelli has made comments about like, oh, we're not done. And it comes that you can't fucking be done, man. You can't be done. You had a lot of money. You had a lot of money come off the books. So hopefully we get, you know, some right a right back that really improves it. I mean, if you get a nice you know, an improvement there on right back, all right. Now I'm looking at this. Now young game now you get me a little excited. I mean, again, Chofis is a question mark. I, he's he can do it. You know, the, that's not the question. If he can do it, he's he can obviously do it. But is will he be able to do it in San Jose? Will he be able to adjust to major league soccer? Well, again, we'll see on April third or fourth. We'll we'll get our we'll get our fucking answer. Or we'll get the beginning of our answer. Um. How about this? I was looking up because, uh, again, I, I'm Mexican. I, I, Spanish was my first language, and I'm terrible at it now, but his nickname really caught me. I was just like, what the fuck is a Chofis? Like, why would they call him that? Um, it's Mexico, so it can be for literally any fucking reason. So I looked it up. Oh, I looked it up because on the... When the team released the email, they put La Chofis. La Chofis. And, of course, that, that gets my attention. Like, La Chofis, he's a dude. He's a dude, so it would be El Chofis. So I'm like, no, that there's something to that. The The team, they're not done. Plus, if you look everywhere, he, they, they call him La Chofis. It's just not a difficult thing to find. So anyway, I look it up, and apparently... The reason why his nickname is La Chofis is because he looked like one of his teammates' girlfriends, whose name was Sofia, which in in Mexico, Chofi would be a, a nickname for Sofia. So <laughs> because of this, because of that similarity... <laughs> Of uh, Eduardo Lopez's his similarity to his teammate's girlfriend, <laughs> he started calling him La Chofis. That's fuck. That is such a Mexican thing to do, dude. Um, and and it's Chivas, the fucking team that only it's only Mexicans. So you know, it's only Mexicans in the fucking locker room. <laughs> 
I, I don't know. There's a picture of him with this jersey. I because I'm curious. I, I'm sure, or hopefully, I get a, a, a chance this season to be like. Obviously, he's cool with it. It lo- it looked like that's what he goes by. As you can tell, I, I've done my research on the man, but um. Uh, yeah, I'm curious how long it took him for him to accept it. It's cool. It's a, it's a cool nickname, Joffies. But when you hear the where it came from, you're like, what the fuck? Get out of here. Plus, if you're that player, I'd be like, yo, my girlfriend's way hotter than that shit. How fucking day? I don't care how attractive this man is. But anyway, Mexican humor, everybody. <laughs> It's not for everybody. We are very misunderstood people. Um, so, so like I said earlier, when I started, uh, the draft happened, and it's a. Uh, as you, I don't know. As you can tell, I'm not the greatest fan of it. But there's still there's spots. There are good players out there. If you do the research, you can find a player. There, I mean, the the oldest they are is 23, so they're not like washed up fucking players they're you know there's they're not the youngest players but you can still get a really good time especially in major league soccer you know this isn't you're not all of a sudden going to throw a 23 year old into fucking barcelona or manchester city or some fucking crazy ass squad and they're just gonna it's just like hitting the ground running like it's it's a little more gradual um so yeah so the the quakes ended up taking uh two of their three draft picks with their first pick they signed thomas williamson forward uh out of cal which obviously they're very familiar with nick lima came out of cal nick lima was technically a homegrown the quakes did some very creative signing to to make him a homegrown even though he played four years at cal um so thomas williamson forward at cal uh with the 12th pick he has nine goals and 45 appearances obviously did not play in 2020 because of covid Uh, the acc was the only conference that played um he did play in that combine in December that Sporting Kansas City held. Didn't score. Um, started started one match and and came in, at least came in for two. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, he's a local guy. <laughs> well, if you go back and listen to my my picks or what, what I was thinking, I was so off, which I felt bad for like a second. And then I remember and I looked back at everybody else's, like the real fucking smart people are supposed to know their shit. And damn, they nobody was close. Nobody was close. Again, not only did people not get to, to, to see these guys play, so you didn't really get to see who how they were doing. Um, it's Again, it is difficult to call the teams up and be like, what are you guys thinking? They're not just going to tell you. And also, come on, let's be real, dude. It's, it's Major League Soccer. It's Major League Soccer. I know that's all that, but if you were to go to football, American football, I bet there are some people that are predicting who the first draft pick three years from now is going to be. <laughs> you know? So, 
Uh, I know a lot of people have to be nice and say nice things about the league, but it's just the truth. I mean, and I'm not trying to hate on like I'm again. I love this fucking league, and it's getting so much better. But you know, it is what it is, and so yeah. So not a lot of people had. I mean, I don't think anybody had the Quakes picking Thomas Williamson or or even had Thomas Williamson on their on their board. And again, nine goals and forty five appearances. The 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 Quakes. I mean, they they obviously have a really like I was saying good good relationship there. So maybe they got to scout him a little bit more. Maybe the coach let them know some that the team knows something that you know wasn't readily visible when you you know with what you saw but i don't know maybe the quakes just like with with lima you just you just take a chance make him a homegrown and hopefully that that you know ups his value down the road to some other mls team they go okay we don't need him but we can we can keep him here and some other teams say fuck we'll take him here's some money I don't know. Or Williamson scores nine goals next season, and I look like a fucking fool. <laughs> I mean, I doubt he would play that much, but um, I don't know. You had you had Nabby, man. You had Nabby from Davis right there that was available. Big defender. I mean, I, I guess you, you you know, but you you had Alani's and Youngworth. You get the big defender that's fast and can score with his head and also local, and, and he doesn't have to start immediately. That That's a position that you already have, you know, it's not settled, it's not the best, but it just needs some depth, and that's a great depth. Well, what was he? was like, oh, I'm going to say he's 6'5". Let's see, Nabi Kibanguchi. I mean, he eventually did got he did get selected. Six three. They had him at six three, man. Like he's a fucking tall dude. You can he don't have he doesn't have to start immediately. He was from Minnesota in the eighteenth pick. He was fucking so he was available. Anyway, not mad or anything. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> and the the with their second pick in the second round, the San Jose Earthquake selected George Asamani, midfielder from North Carolina State. North Carolina State plays in the SC, a, a, ACC, so they were one of the rare teams that actually got to play in 2020. They played seven match, seven fucking matches. I'm, I'm I hope. I hope that was a, a COVID shortened season. I hope the fucking leagues aren't, or the, the season's not seven matches. And anyway, they played seven matches in 2020. So scouts got to see him more from reading what, what he does. He's a defensive midfielder that can, that can play both sides of the pitch. Basically sounds like Judson. You know, when you read him on paper, it's like, oh, he's a Judson. And, like I was saying, Judson, fuck, he was so he was such a key to the Quakes' success last season. He probably was the key, you know, him and Espinosa. 
Espinosa on the on the offense, Judson on defense. They're probably I, who who won the awards. I'm sure those those two dudes were probably offensive and defensive players of the year. I, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. But dude, Judson can only he's human. He's a human. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Judson's human. Debate still out, but yeah. He he need you know he needs some some kind of help and it looks like George Asamani would be a a good fit there. He's from Ghana, and so but I don't think he I, I didn't actually does he take up an international slot? The Quakes had an international slot, but then they said trophy. So yeah, so I don't think uh, Asamani he might, he is from Ghana, but I don't think he takes up an international slot. But that'd be good. Again, that's that one. I'm, I'm. That makes sense. Judson needs backup, and it'd be nice if you pull Judson out to put somebody in with similar capabilities. Because fuck, that would just wear teams down. That would. Again, that there. That's where the when you play the teams that you're better on on paper, you're gonna beat them nine times out of ten. When you're able to to have enough depth, where you remove one player or two, but the the team still plays exactly the same, that's one of the things that you you just have to admire about teams again, like Seattle, like Portland, and um and others, of course. But again, those two are the closest around here, and they're it's just so impressive to see they're that next man up type mentality and. The next man up is just as good. That's what's fucking amazing about those teams is they replace their players with somebody that's just as good. That player could have started. I mean, you could have done the swap. Doesn't matter who started or who comes in in the 63rd minute. They're both equally capable. Um, So it'd be nice to have that. And hopefully with George Asimani, we, you know, Jude's a good little break. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I went a lot farther or longer than I wanted to. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, I'm Oz with, at FWH. I'm like, where, where social media at FWH podcast at Baldini 10. It's an ancient Twitter thing. It was never supposed to be for a podcast, but here we are now at Baldini 10 on Twitter, at FWH Podcast, on Instagram, available wherever you listen to podcasts. If not, send me a tweet, send me a a DM in my Instagram, let me know where I'm not available, and I'll make sure that the podcast gets on there. Uh, We'll catch y'all, I'm going to do these every two weeks until the season starts, so we'll catch y'all in two weeks. Peace.